Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. I'm Robert Allen Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom Radio. And tonight my guest is Dr. Joanne White. And Dr. Joanne is an international best-selling, award-winning author, speaker, with 20 years of experience in helping others reach their full potential. She was inspired to pursue a career in special education when she worked with a young girl with special needs at day camp. Joanne later pioneered a program for the Philadelphia school system for children who weren't weren't allowed to attend public school until a federal law mandated that every state in the U.S. serve these children. And she wrote, she's in the process of launching a book, More Heaven Because Every Child is Special, based on a true story of educating kids and the successes and the challenges they face. And Joanne has other passions that led her to pursue writing, speaking, coaching, and helping find, helping people find their successful path in life and business. And because we only have a half hour, I'm going to welcome Dr. Joanne to the show because we really want to get as much about it, more, her book, More Heaven, Because Every Child is Special, so people understand what the book is about, and so we expand people's lives through Joanne's book. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joanne. Thanks so much, Rob. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love your show. Now, thank you, and it's my honor. But I'm on your website, drjoannewhite.com, and I'm looking at uh, More Heaven, More Heaven, a powerful story of compassion. Give people some insight to what the how the book will expand their lives, but also, Joanne, how this book can take business people and look at their own business and their own lives in a new way. Well, firstly, it's it is based on a true story. It's based on a story when I was I was teaching these kids and and. It, it took place many years ago, so the, the cultural climate, the social climate, the educational climate was very different. Many of these kids had to be kept at home. They were homeschooled or put in institutions, or maybe if they were in school, they were kicked out because of, because at that point in time, there wasn't any protection for their civil rights, and many of these kids presumably had severe, some disabilities, whatever they were. And so um, a lot of people didn't want the program to work, but it did. And so parents and the children faced challenges. One little girl actually was beat up waiting for us. And so a lot of a lot of what happened then is people could say, "Oh, well, that well, things have changed. That happened a long time ago." And and but it but many people, many parents, I speak to parents constantly, are still struggling with the educational system for their autistic son or their autistic daughter, or oftentimes they're trying to get certain programs or or certain services for their kids, and they're being denied. And many parents have had to hire lawyers and advocates to help them get services for these kids that would help them move forward. And I think what you're talking about with the messages, much a lot of the message is about firstly it's about respecting differences. I mean, I learned so much from from these kids. There was and it's based even though the names have been changed and and it made it 
fiction because I wanted to get inside these kids' heads and and I leap to do that. I learned so much because these kids just, even though there may be one area that may be off, they have so much to teach. So there was one little boy in the class was able to, he was like a mathematical genius. He was able to do so much and, and he would be able to remit his memory was so long in terms of, of anything, even, even his sense of direction, his sense of geography. So, so it's just amazing the things that we can learn. So I think it's about tolerance. I think it's about acceptance. I think it's about learning that by not just tolerating differences, but respecting and accepting differences and, and seeing the differences in people and being able to, to acknowledge that and respect that, I think that that could help everybody, not just not just families, not just educators, but everyone everywhere, and not just in the United States. I, I actually come up with a couple of questions, but I want to jump ahead here. Where and how can people purchase more heaven? Well, right now, actually, it's going to be on Amazon because it it is just being published while we're speaking, so I don't have the exact link yet because they haven't put it up on Amazon, but I was just told today the book is published, so they're getting ready to put it up on Amazon. That's going to be the best place, and I'll send you that information as soon as it's hot off the press and on Amazon. (laughs) Well, I will post it, but there's a question that comes to me while you were speaking. How sure. do you feel the people like what we call the normal people? How are we afraid that we might learn something from these kids, and that would really cause an egotistical uh, backlash within people? I don't even think I, you know. I don't even know that people are afraid. I don't think that they realize that they can learn something from from many people who are different until they actually are experiencing and, and in contact and and more than just cursory greeting, but really learning and, and communicating and interacting and socializing with these children, just the tremendous gifts that, that they all, they offer. Each of us, every single person on this planet has amazing gifts that that they're they're given. And these kids are no different. So it's important to be able to respect that and acknowledge that. And and I think that we're always afraid. I think the fear that you're talking about, Rob, is that we're afraid of people who are different. We don't know. We don't know where we are when people are different. It, it, it almost challenges our sense of, of who we are, our sense of self, because suddenly there's somebody that that looks different or speaks different or or learns differently and we're not sure what that means and what that means in terms of us and how we how we gauge that and how we judge ourselves so i think that that's where the fear comes and we don't know i guess it also to some extent like makes us wonder about who we are and and kind of cuts into our foundations for ourselves you know, you just said something. It's something I, I've got an article coming out 
laundering the larcenous within me. And that's what, by not being willing to talk to them, aren't we really stopping ourselves from expanding through other people? And autistic kids are very talented. We just have to find it. But aren't we really afraid that we might get one of our limiting beliefs and our feelings pressured a little bit to be expanded? Well, I think we're always afraid of our that that our limiting beliefs are going to be busted because because we if we're believing in something so strongly, and then there's a a human being or something that happens outside of us that that actually shows us something different and negates what we believe in, it shakes it it shakes us up, and so I think I think that. It's important to recognize that the, the having that experience is, is important. Initially, many parents of so-called normal kids, or they call them now typical, so-called typical children, were very afraid and still are very afraid and apprehensive, especially when when there were classes that that allowed children with special needs to then be integrated with with within the the so-called typical classrooms many parents were were thinking oh my god this what what's going to happen to my child it's going to affect his or her learning their their learning their learn their educational scores are going to go down they're not going to benefit from it and a lot of the research suggests something very very different rob that when these kids are put together they learn compassion. They learn how to take on a leadership role. They learn, they learn about acceptance and some of those wonderful aspects. They learn how to be a teacher, and, and they learn how to care for people. And those are wonderful attributes, wonderful traits that, that you can try to teach somebody that, but, but more often it's the experience that, that children have that we have that actually hones that in and makes that real. So many of the parents and even the teachers were very surprised that when that happened, when kids, typical kids were in the same classroom with kids who were presumed more disabled or different or autistic or whatever or, or, or with special needs, they blossomed. Not only did the, the 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 children with special needs blossom, but so did the typical kids. And like I said, many of them emerged as leaders. And um, I know of a boy that we had on my Power Your Life TV show. He was a brother of an autistic. He had an autistic brother, an autistic younger brother, and. He learned. I mean, he actually ended up going. He was he, when it, when I was interviewing him. He was in. He was studying in college. He probably still is in college, and, and soon to graduate. And he learned a lot about acceptance and te- and and one of the things that he's going into is teaching. So he learned what it was what it was like to live with a brother with autism, and he actually has become a spokesperson to help other siblings understand and accept and and support their their siblings. So I think that, that it can turn into beautiful experiences for for all people concerned, and that makes it special. 
and also, don't you think it also it opens people up their communicate, being able to communicate with other people and a new way of listening to communicate? Don't you feel that? Oh, you know what? That is definite because you because you have to be able to. Firstly, many of these kids are not communicating the same way that we do, and and but it's amazing how much, like you said, how much many of these children know and understand. And one of the things that I did that was very unique at that time in terms of teaching, but I had the the wherewithal to do that because a lot of the so-called other teaching methods that I learned, no offense, um, just weren't working with these, these kids. And so I had to really act and think outside of the box. And one kid came in with with different personality different different characters that he believed that he brought into the classroom um and what we did was we we embraced his world to be able to not only show him another way but by 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 accepting his world and by accepting who he was and and what he was bringing to us he was able to trust us and he was able to then embrace my world our world of of learning and math and reading and and socialization so that was something that was a little bit um well probably more than a little bit but was was very pioneering at the time because it was non-traditional but i was looking for what whatever i needed to do that that worked and it wasn't the conventional I couldn't start with some of the conventional stuff. They had that had failed with many of these kids who had kicked out of school or or weren't learning or were were presumed functioning at a three year. That little girl who was autistic um, that we write about. I mean, she was function presumably because she was non-testable at the time. They were not able to to find out her her real aptitude they saw her as having a mental age of 3 well once once learning opened up for her and reading and and i mean her learning was incredible the rate of speed the desire to learn words and and meaning and put them together it was just unbelievably amazing and beautiful to to see that happen but i could not do it initially by saying okay here's a book and you have to do it this way i had to do, i had to to do other things to and and simultaneously introduce the world of language of mathematics of of reading of music all of that now, Joanne, I've listened to you how this is that. You, you expanded actually by having to open up. How has this helped you in all of your other phases of your life? Because we're going to move on to something else you're doing. But how has that actually expanded you and opened you up to see a better way to experience life? Well, one of the things is that you you can't always do things the way, traditionally that I, I think – I've <laughs> I think it's helped me think outside of the box a lot and that is that helps me be cre- more creative and inventive and I think it's also about taking chances when I was asked to pioneer this program um it was a risk because it was it was not popular 
people, many people did not want it to succeed. They really wanted it to fail. It was an educational headache a lot of time for the principal and the parents and the, and the, the other teachers. who Nobody knew what to expect. And so I think that has allowed me to be able to feel strong in, in my convictions and in what, in what I think is, is the right way to proceed sometimes, even when it goes against what the naysayers are saying or a lot of people. So it's like following my heart and following my, my intuition and my truth and also strong values. I think that, that it has helped me respect and and really get have an appreciation and support of all people with differences no matter no matter what the difference is and and I've done that a lot through my radio and my you know my power life radio and my TV show and also with my writing I think that in order for this world to change we have to be okay with differences we have to be able to support other people, even if we don't understand their language, even if we don't understand the, their way, their customs, and I think that was an experience because these kids came to school almost with a different language, with a different custom, and I had to learn how to understand that and make sense of it and embrace it. Well, see, there's a word embrace it, but you said some a lot of things in there. But, you know, the thing that you said, this world to me right now, Joanne, is so afraid to expand out of having to have the computer and the books that we can't move forward right now because we're still stuck, to me anyway, in the ancestral way of life rather than in the now and the new age that is here for us. You know, I think that's true, but I think that we have to move forward for 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 us to for all of us. I think we're we're here. One of the main reasons that we're here, Rob, is to expand like you're talking about ourselves, to be all that we can be. And I also think it's about spreading love and compassion. And I and one of the things that I learned from these children is love and compassion and and even being able to to look at myself in a different way and being able to laugh at myself and and so i think I think the gifts and i and even in the book, I talk about how sometimes there you know the teacher and the student, like you mentioned before i mean it that was happening all the time i was I was a teacher, but I was also learning. I was also the student of many things in terms of making sense of these kids and understanding them. So uh, I think that's important. I think being able to expand who we are as human beings and to to recognize that we're not superior to other people. We're all, we're all connected, and and that's really important. And once we get that, I think that our world will be very, very different. You know, something come to me while you were saying that, and it really kind of opened me up. You have to be a listening student to be a communicating teacher. Do you feel that? Definitely. I think that all, that that many, you know, I've watched many teachers, and there are some brilliant teachers, and there are teachers that don't pay attention. Or they're they're not listening to their students. They can get a lot of information from their students. People are very knowledgeable. And it's not just listening to students, but listening to one another. 
There are many people that will just talk over someone else and not even healing, hearing what the other person is saying. And I think that in terms of communication, Rob, we also have to talk about communication that goes beyond the spoken word because some of the communication that I learned from these kids was not necessarily all verbal communication and some of the ways that I had to reach them was not necessarily verbal it was uh, it was oftentimes through movement and and other other ways to be able to connect so that says a lot too because if we're if we're meeting with people of a different language and so and there's a language barrier there are other ways to to connect to show respect to figure out our humanness and our and our connectedness and i think that's important I, I agree with you there, but something that really, you know, something that I've done, Joanne, and I'll just share it with you. I don't accept things. I appreciate things now to give it all value. That's great. I think that's important, and I think appreciating things is really important. Most people are in just, well, we won't say most, but people can be in judgment. When you're in judgment, when it's something about right or wrong or or something is good or bad, then we're losing that that sense of appreciation for something that even may be imperfect to some extent, but it's beautiful as it is. And we so we have we probably have lost that gift of appreciation. I remember somebody once telling me that she lived down right down the street from where she lived was this beautiful pond. I said, and I remember asking to her, a stream rather. I'm sorry, it was a stream. And I said to her, "Wow, how, you know, how often do you visit the stream?" And she said, "Well, we when we first moved here, we did it a lot. You know, we, but now it's it's become like, oh, it's just the stream down the street. So, so that appreciation for my goodness, being able to walk down your street and see this beautiful live stream with rocks and I mean what a fantastic gift that was gone oh. unappreciated oh yeah now Joanne we gotta move on here because you got another book that you just released Keys to Conscious Business Growth can you tell us about that because I want to get that in here before we because we could go back and forth all night and educate people into a new paradigm <laughs> of success. Well, this book actually is just was released this week. Thank you very much. And it's it, it's a co-authored book, and it, it really merges the the ability to be conscious and the ability to to really. I mean, people need to be prosperous in in their businesses, but what about? the conscious side of it, the 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 integrity side of it. So the book has many like many different chapters and from wonderful, wonderful co authors and it really helps people take a look at their businesses, their business and and their careers in in a different way, in a way that that not only is effective in terms of financial and other success, but allows you to feel good about what you're doing oftentimes there are there are people who lead companies who may be running a great business financially but yet they're cutthroats to to their customers or to their employees 
and so this is this is a, a way of you were talking about expansion and and consciousness and being aware and being you know this is a way of communicating and being aware of doing business in a way that has high integrity and can reap the successes that you want but also make sure that you're taking care of everyone else in the in the process i talk in my chapter i talk about that the bottom line, it's about the bottom the line, the bottom line isn't just about money. It's now about taking a look at, at people and also community and, also, and, you know, the environment in terms of making a difference and profit. So you want your company to succeed, but you also want to make sure that, that your values are in sync with what you're doing. And that's what I talk about a lot. And, and I'm excited about the book because, um, that also is. De- I don't like to take on projects unless I feel that they're connected to my heart in some way, and and I feel strongly about that. And this is also one of them. And that's going to be on my on. The book is just coming out, just like More Heaven is out, and that will you be able to get that on my website and also on Amazon. Keys to Conscious Business Growth. We're going to be putting that up on my website. Dr. Dr. Joanne J O A N N E W H I T E dot com. Dr. Joanne White dot com. So I'm excited about that too. <laughs> All right, and you got a lot to be excited about. But Doc, if you've been listening, you're hearing some articulation of influence and affluence. So if you read one of Joanne's books, how will that expand your internal enterprising energies? to open up your life to a new way. And there's something that I got from that. Uh, how do you feel businesses become challenged when they forget the enterprise and expanding internally to expand in the physical plane? You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Right. It's interesting, Rob, that you mentioned that because I talk about how it's so important to – in. Firstly, for anybody, but it's also important for the business man or woman to really kind of figure out who they are and and what makes them tick and what's important to them in terms of their values. Because you can run this huge company, but you also need to know what you stand for and and what your belief system is. So I think that you have to be able to be aware, be conscious of you and also of the business and the message and the product and what it is you want to do in the world and be conscious of of who it's going to affect and how it's going to affect people and and make sure that you're not doing anything that's that's putting people and animals and and the environment in harm's way because to me that there we're all sacred Dr. Joanne, before we go any further, I need you. I would appreciate you for the listeners to give give them all your information, how to get a hold of you, where to get a hold of you, and so we can do that. And then I got another question for you. If okay. we don't run out of they, time, <laughs> they can email me at Joanne J O A N N E at D R J O A N N E W H I T E dot com. You can go on my website, drjoannewhite.com, and there are there's a TV show, my radio show archives, and, and upcoming guests, and also articles, and the Power Your Life Network 
which is PowerYourLifeNetwork.com, which is something that I've actually founded. And it's not about me. It's about all these wonderful people who have so much to offer. And they can also call me at 877-D-O-C-W-H-I-T-E. That's a toll-free number, 1-877-DOC-WHITE. All right, thank you. Now I'm going to ask, um, when people become morally and ethically bankrupt internally, do they soon become, do they soon become financially bankrupt? Do you feel? I think that, I think that it's more. I think that it's important to have all that together. I think that again, I think that the way that business is evolving because we've always had businesses where people are being ripped off and cutthroat or whatever, but I think the way business is emerging is to make it just the way you said, that 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 your moral compass is going to equate with your financial and, and not just your financial, but your success. And I think that's becoming very, very important. Take a look at many of the companies right now that that – are having are giving to to organizations are giving you know giving some of their profits and I think that's important by the way speaking of giving profits a lot of the proceeds for more heaven is going to the autism um cares foundation they're in the process of putting together they want to create a center of excellence and so those proceeds are going to help them do that now I want to really get you got we got about ten seconds here. What about the? How can people support the book launch? March fifteenth, the book launch is going to be everywhere on the internet. And again, if they want to support more, they can get a hold of me at Joanne at drjoannewhite.com. There's a lot of information right now on my website, drjoannewhite.com, about the launch. And March fifteenth, Tuesday, March fifteenth, we're doing a whole launch on. Amazon and on the internet. So be there, help us out, spread the word. We would love it and help us make this more heaven because every child is special, a bestseller. And Dr. Joanne, we're out of time. Thank you for being here. And I will get you a download of this so you can put it on your website or promote it any way you choose. Thank you so much, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Have a great night. You too. And thank you very much for being here. Good night, everybody.